This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, welcome to Very Bold Radio and Podcast and the Facebook Live. And of course, KSLR AM 630. Man, I am so excited. What, I can't even find the right words. We've got Daniel Gill on the line, Kingdom Ninja, the grand champion of American Ninja Warrior 2020, season 12. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm doing great. So how are you? <laughs> hey, Steve. Dude, so glad to be here. So thankful for just any opportunity that I that I can get to just like I was telling you earlier, just brag on the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, even in a season like, or even in a year yeah. like 2020 has been. Uh, we're seeing some great, great things come out of it, great testimonies come out of it. And I think my win on American Ninja Warrior this year is one of those incredible testimonies that we can just uh, brag on the Lord for for a bit. I love that. Well, we're going to brag on the Lord, but we're also going to let Steve brag on Daniel Gill. I mean, come on, come on. You just sit aside for a second. Uh, we've been blessed and honored, and I want to thank you. You've been so good to give us the opportunity to talk to you uh, pretty much every year uh, that uh, we got to meet you here in San Antonio several years ago. It's a qualifying event. Got to meet Abby and uh, got to go out in the middle of the night, you know, two nights and watch you do what you do. And it was just so clear from the very beginning that, man, this guy is an incredible athlete. I want to say this because Daniel will not. I mean, he is clearly one of the uh, most superior athletes on this planet. And if you watch American Ninja Warrior, you know what I'm talking about. What they do is crazy. And each and every year they amp it up and they – I don't know who's creating it. I don't know if they're a sadistic personality. But they come up with the most amazing things. And there's Daniel Gill just – crushing it like walloping it um and at the fastest always and just so amazing and having gone through with through it with you or feel like your fans we feel like we go through it with you and watching last year when you came in second then you came came on the show and you talked about perspective and perseverance and how god is faithful and it just would seem so much harder to talk about god's faithfulness when you were so close to winning but this year man we're just praising god you and Jesus, y'all did it. You and Abby, you guys did it. You won American Ninja Warrior. I don't even have a question. I'm just throwing it to you. Just tell us. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. So, And you're talking about God's faithfulness, which I love, but you really are. God, what an incredible athlete and competitor that you are. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. And I mean, it, it goes back to, I mean, my life as an athlete, I've always been active. I've always uh, loved to, to push myself to the limits of what the human body is capable of. Yeah. And, you know, in order to do that, it required me to physically be strong enough to push my body to the to the limits of performance. And so, uh, you know, looking back, I'm like, I thank God because I'm like, God, I've always had this drive. I've always mm. had this this competitive nature. I've always excelled in different, you know, sports or just any type of competition. My wife will tell you whether it's, you know, uh, Ninja Warrior or, you know, a pickup game of sports or even like board games or video games. Uh -huh. Like, whatever I do, I do it to win. I'm in it to win it, you know? <laughs> I've always had that drive. So once the Lord opened the door for me to do American Ninja Warrior, I was like, well, God, I feel like I've been training my, or preparing yeah. my whole entire life for this show. And, you know, for those who've been following, this has been my sixth 
season competing. Mm-hmm. And each and every year, I feel like I've done better. I've gotten more comfortable. And even though the courses and the obstacles themselves change every single year, I feel like my confidence has grown wow. every single year. Wow. One, it's grown in my own uh, yeah. abilities. Like, I, I, even at the winning this year, uh, Zuri asked me, or Zuri said something, and I, I said, you know, after coming so close last year, I told the Lord, God, I will prepare my body. I'll train. Mm. I'll do everything that I know to do. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to put it in your hands. And here we are at the top of at the top of the power tower, uh, and I had won at that point. Right. And I think it's just so so true and so important that we need to, when we have these goals or we have these mm. dreams or these desires, especially the ones that are that are God given that we feel like these are from the Lord. It is still up to us to do our part to prepare ourselves. Yeah. Um, and then put the the trust and the uh, the confidence. Uh, and the results in the hands of in the hands of God, and He can move mountains, but it's up to us to still speak to it. We have to use what we've been given. You know, we have to steward what we've been given. And so, after coming so close last year, you know, I discovered one of the lessons I learned was that God doesn't view victory or success quite the same way mm. that we do. Because for me, last year, I thought to myself, well, God, the whole world, millions of people just saw me, the kingdom ninja, the outspoken Christian, lose on American Ninja Warrior. What kind of testimony is that? Wow. But then after praying about it, meditating on it, and just spending some time with the Lord, then I discovered, well, God, so many people saw me get that close, get that, that, that close to, to winning it. And God, how much more of a testimony will it be if I make a comeback? and come back the following year wow. and show people that, that you can fall, you can, you know, lose, but you can get back up quickly. You can still, you know, the Bible even promises Romans eight twenty eight that it'll work all things together mm. for good. Mm-hmm. And I've over the last year, up until the finale of this season, I got to everywhere that I went, speaking at churches, speaking at schools, you know, going to events, I would tell people, you know, I got, if I got there once, yeah. I believe I can get to the end again. And you guys be praying, be watching, because I believe that God will God will turn this whole thing around for a great testimony. And wow. he did. He did. Yeah. And so it's been so incredible just to see the impact that this win, after last year's quote-unquote oh, loss, wow. has had. It's been so much more impactful to see the Kingdom Ninja get there twice, and the right. second time actually win it. Yeah. Um, wow. That it's is been great. Cool. Just a testament to faithfulness. Oh, absolutely. Well, looking back at it, Daniel, did you ever feel like now here's here's the thing, like I mean, it seems like in so many ways it's like, man, Daniel is just as close to perfect and I'm sure your family could say a few stories otherwise, I'm sure. I'm sure Abby <laughs> can too, but it's like, man, this guy always has the right answer. Was in this journey there ever time where it just like looking back felt like, you know, maybe this season I was kind of doing it more for me than I was for God? Or have you been able to remain so consistent in your faith that you honestly can say, no, I mean, I, I knew this was a God-given dream, and that's that's what I was going for. Man, that's yeah, that's a big I, question. I mean, you could get real vulnerable right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like for me, with Ninja Warrior itself, I mean, this platform, this television show, yeah. I never really asked for any of it. I never really pursued any of it. I mean, to be honest, and yeah. I, I may have mentioned this last year when we spoke, before I was a part of Ninja Warrior, before I ever competed on the show, 
I was I was this like 19 year old Bible school student traveling the world on international mission trips, and I had told the Lord, I said, God, I've discovered at this point in my life at 19 years, I said, if nothing else, God, I've discovered that I let myself down. Other people let me down. Mm. Even well-meaning Christians mm-hmm. will let me down at one point or another and have, because we're all human and we're not perfect. Right. I said, but God, you have never let me down. Oh. And I discovered that life with you, giving you not just my, my heart, not just saying you know the sinner's prayer and asking Jesus Come for on. repentance, but giving you my entire life, everything Dang. that makes me me, the good, the bad, the ugly, my mm. good days and my bad days, God, putting those in your hands, leads me to the most satisfying Mm. life I could ever ask for, the most fulfilling life. Because as I dive into the Word of God, I discover that Lord, you can turn any anything around for good. Yeah. You can take the, the craziest of circumstances, the, the most difficult of trials or testimonies, and you can use those to impact the world around us. So for me, every testimony, every hardship that I have faced, I've been able to use it as a testimony. And no, it wasn't fun in the process yeah. or at the time, but I knew enough of what the Bible said to know mm to have a kingdom perspective on it. So sorry, I say all that to say, Steve, no, this is uh, great. I, Preach. Warrior, I Preach. was like, God, I told him, I was like, Lord, I will gladly, gladly become a full-time pastor or a missionary overseas or even a worship leader anywhere. Yeah. And I, so I thought my, my calling was going to be within the four walls of the church. Yeah. But in reality, God had a whole other plan. But because I had said yes in advance, Mm. When the job that I had ended unexpectedly, and I was looking for a job, and I asked a friend, and a friend at my Bible school told me about this gym, (laughs) and I went there, and I found it was a ninja gym, and I was like, well, God, it seems like one thing is just kind of leading to another. If you're opening a door for me to do this ninja thing, then Lord... I told you I would do full-time ministry, but I'll use Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. for ministry. Mm-hmm. And so from the very beginning of my Ninja Warrior journey, I the Lord, I mean, the Lord was at the forefront of it all from the beginning. Oh. I mean, it was a miracle I even found the the at the time the only ninja gym in the Houston area that trained people for the show. So I, I used that, I devoted that, uh, just my training and preparation for it. I said, God, if you give me this platform, I'm going to use it to bless you, to honor you. I'm going to wear kingdom across my chest. Yeah. Matthew 6.33 is the verse that goes behind that, where Jesus said, you know, if you seek Mm -hmm. first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, or to live righteously, then all these things, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, God will provide those. And it's just for us, it's a matter of priority. Yeah. And so, you know, getting on the show has been amazing. But anytime my head starts to swell, even the slightest, I mean, God gave, God, I was born into a family where, you know, we're, we're the, we humble each other on a regular basis. My wife will humble me more than any other person on the planet. What does that God. look like? Give gosh. Oh, give man. us some insight. I mean, it looks like it looks like anytime I, I say anything uh, braggadocious or boastful about myself, even as a joke, she's like, "Hey, come on, we all know that you never could have done that otherwise." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, fine." Or she'll she'll any anytime I think of like posting like a a, a great you know successful ninja warrior training video, she's like, "No, no, no, we got to post this Friday fail of you falling on your face so everybody knows that you're just human like the rest of us." That's, like, oh, that's okay. Great. All right. <laughs> So Goodness. she's the he's, one that is hardest. <laughs> she's a savage. 
marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to get her back? I mean, do you humble her, or has she already got the humble heart? Oh, dude, what's the um, scoop there? Man, I mean, I feel like she's going to listen to this interview, so I got to, I got to watch my words. No, carefully. she's not going to. Let's hear it. Let's have it. <laughs> Gosh, but anytime we're at the general, she was like, Daniel, do this. I'm like, babe, I can't do that. I'm not physically capable of doing that crazy, you know, acrobatic trick that you just said. She's like, come on, you're the kingdom ninja. You can do all things. And I'm like, Abby, okay, yes, but I don't think I can do that thing. And I'll do it, and I'll fail. And she's like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. I thought you were, I, I guess I just overestimated your abilities. And I'm like, okay, babe, well, how about you try doing that simple, you know, how about you do the salmon ladder? And she'll just give me this look like, you know, I can't do the salmon ladder. Why would you do that? So we'll, we'll, we'll pick at each other. We'll play with each other. Honestly, thankfully, I married my best friend in right. the whole entire world. So we love each other, the good days, the bad days, and every day in between. And about, uh, you know, coming up on four years of marriage yeah. with her, you know, we're discovering just how, how, much room there is to grow in loving and learning how to how to walk through life together. All right, give us so some give us some marriage we, we tips. We play with each other all the time. We we yeah. joke with each other all the time. Make fun of each other all the time. But at the end of the day, like we have each other's backs in a way yeah. that nobody else on this planet does. And I think that's uh. you know the beautiful thing about marriage and the way that God intended us uh, to have it is to <laughs> to be there for each other. Yeah. All right, talk to me. Give me, uh, give us some some marriage tips, some marriage advice and insights. Like, as you're learning uh, and growing in your love for each other, like what is helping you? Because I mean, anybody four years in, one year into marriage, two years in, there's a lot to learn. It's a pretty big learning curve. So, what is helping you guys to learn and grow um, even closer? Yeah, um, I think honestly, the 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 top of the list, I would just say, is intentionality. Okay. Intentionality. Never never stop dating your spouse. Never stop uh, trying. Never stop going out of your way. I mean, I remember dating dating Abby, and it was like whenever we would go on dates, it was a big deal. Like, I would, I would you know, uh, prepare myself. I'd, you know, make sure that I, I had a gift or something for her. I would plan oh. these trips or these events. And then getting married... I would think, okay, now the hard part's over. You know, the yeah. courtship is over. Yeah. The wooing part is yes. over. And now it's just like this, you know, day in, day out, almost uh, autonomous, you know, uh, life. Yeah. yeah. And then I quickly realized, like, no, 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 no. In order to, to continue to keep my wife's heart um, yeah. just, you know, passionately engaged in pursuing of, of me, I have to continue this thing. Like, it's, it's not over. And it's not that it's a bad thing. Like, oh, yeah. no, I have to keep working at it. It's <laughs> the joy of continuing to, to put a smile on her face. And it's the reality that, you know, anything, any relationship can become stagnant. I right. mean, even with friends or with family members. But if we're intentional, every single relationship, especially our, our God-given, you know, relationship with our spouse, must be intentional. I have to learn to, to, to communicate even when I don't want to communicate. I have to learn, you know. What does that mean? What does that mean? Give oh, us an man. example. <laughs> Give me an example, man. I, she's not going to listen okay. to this. Give me an example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll never listen to this. Uh, for me, it's, it's having the conversations that I, I don't want to have. Okay. Because, I mean, I mean God, God made men and women differently in the yeah. most beautiful of ways. Right. And, you know, I, I say maybe one-third of the amount of just words in a day that my wife does. And that's great because I've become a really good listener. <laughs> but when it comes to any type of dispute or disagreement yeah. or hard conversation, I'm learning that to be the man of God that I'm called to be in this relationship, 
I have to open my mouth. I have to actually ah. communicate my thoughts, my feelings, all of, all of these things that normally and in any other relationship in my life, I can just shut down or I can yeah. walk away. Like, I don't, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. But my wife, like, she, I owe her everything. I mean, wow. the two are one. Like, we are one flesh. And yeah. I can't. I can't have any secrets from her. She knows my good, bad, ugly, my good days, my bad days. Yeah. And, you know, when we made those commitments, that covenant, uh, you know, before God and man at our, on our wedding day, it was through thick and thin, in yeah. sickness and in health, for better or for worse. Like, we're, we're on each other's teams. And so we are transparent yeah. in every way that we can. We know each other's struggles. We know each other's difficulties and we love each other through them and we call each other up above them. Yeah. So wow. she calls me up to be the man of God that, that she knows that I'm, I'm, I'm called to be. And in the same way I call her up, I pull her to a higher place. Yeah. We hold each other accountable and we've given each other intentional verbal communication to give each other permission to do that. Because a lot of times, you know, I learned that, you know, I'm not a mind reader. She's not a mind reader. Yeah. As soon as I try to assume to know what she's thinking or feeling, then I've, I've lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've lost the battle. Yeah. But when I open my mouth and actually communicate and we, we get on the same page, then marriage becomes such a beautiful thing. The problem is a lot of times we try to put things out of sight and out of mind. And reality is like... You can only put a Band-Aid on, on certain things yeah. for so long until you actually have to open them up and, and you know, apply medication and, and right. whether that be any type of therapy or we love we love reading books. We'll read like marriage books together oh. just to make sure that we're, we're always learning, always growing because, you know, we're still young. We're still in our early or mid-20s. And so I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people who know a lot more about this marriage thing, this, this covenantial walk yeah. than I do. So let me, let me keep learning. Yeah. So those are those are some of my best tips and advice. That's Always good. have fun. Keep communicating. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. Um, I like also just how you said like call her up because I think like our default if we're going to do that is like call someone out. And I like how you say call someone up. Um, that's really yeah. good. That's good, Daniel. Man, you got some wisdom. Dang it. Uh, how about <laughs> well, how about like do you guys have any rules for like kind of fair fights or not? I mean, not like fight, but. Like maybe early in the marriage, you know, your tendency or whatever was, well, I just don't want to deal with it. Or hers was, mm -hmm. I just don't want to deal with it. Like, man, that's some growth to come to the point of, okay, let's deal with it. So do you have any kind of rules? If like, does one, one of you need like a little bit of time to cool down and the other one just wants to like, come on, let's go. Let's talk this out right now. Do you have a tendency mm -hmm. like that or anything? <laughs> yeah. So we made a promise. Yeah. Um, I think even before we got married, like when yeah. we were engaged, that we would never, never go to bed angry, yeah. never go to bed angry at each other. And so mm. during the times where the fights would arise, as much as I, as much as everything in my, my, uh, you know, instinct was just saying like, shut down, like leave, get out of this. This is no longer good, no yeah. longer beneficial. In the back of my mind, I knew that I had made a promise. I had made a commitment, a covenant with my wife that I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to bed angry myself because yeah. for me i mean i can we're, we're more uh we can compartmentalize even our emotions and say yeah. oh well, i'll deal with this tomorrow like i'm turning this off i'm gonna deal with it tomorrow yeah but women aren't the same way and so i would remember the promise that i made to her and i said okay it's not it's one thing for me to be able to not go to bed angry yeah. but i don't want my wife to go to bed angry and so for that Ooh, reason it's good i would stay up later and i would 
you know, make the space where we could get through whatever disagreement or heartache or, or, or whatever the whatever the case was. Yeah. And so we, we never go to bed angry. Now sometimes we don't go to bed until late. <laughs> right. That. Right. But we, we made that promise that we would always end each day on the same page. And that's hard sometimes and it takes longer than, you know, I or she would like at times. Right. But it's a promise that we made and one that we're we're staying committed to. Now thankfully those times are very few and far between. But right. when they happen, mm. Lord have mercy. <laughs> there's there's no one that you'll fight harder with than the person that you trust more than anyone else in this life. Wow, that's good. And that, that it becomes a double edged sword because you trust them yeah. more than anyone. And because of that, you show a side to your spouse that you wouldn't show to the rest of the world. Yeah. And that makes it so much more difficult and even painful when we're in the midst of those conversations because we read each other's mail. We know the worst things about each other. And so it can make fights very difficult. But when you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that this person that I'm fighting with right now, there there is no one else on this earth that I would rather be fighting with because I know the end. I know how this thing ends. We love each other truly. God has given us to each other. And God, with God at the front of our lives, us too as, as individuals, as human beings yeah. created in the image of God, we can get through this because, one, we're keeping our first love, our first priority, mm-hmm. our first relationship with the Lord at the top. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. once our relationship with God is at the top, we can get through any issue or any, uh, you know, fight Right, because our hearts are, are staying in at least the best place that we can, keeping our first love first. So, yep, that's yep. good. That's kind of my thoughts on that. That's good. <laughs> that's really good, man. That is really good. Well, let me ask you this. You know, you've mentioned uh, a couple times, just like uh, on a bad day or whatever. Can you just give us a little insight? I this is, this is a two part question. Like, what's a bad day for Daniel Gill, and then how does Abby? like help you through a bad day? First of all, just tell us, I mean, what, what's kind of a, a bad day or rough day for you? Oh man. Oh man. Um, anytime <laughs> I'm hungry and don't have access to food, it's a bad day. It's a very bad day. I've got My friends like that. And she yeah. tells people all the time. She's like, yeah, I knew, I didn't realize thing, hangry was a thing <laughs> until I got married to Daniel. And I realized hangry That's was a, a very real thing that, that got certain guys, deal with yeah and so it's like that snickers commercial oh yeah where mm. like yeah you're, you're not you when you're hungry that's yeah. not me people think i'm the sweetest guy on the planet <laughs> until i'm hungry and then i become just the, the sassiest mm. most you know sarcastic narcissistic just kind of like <laughs> sarcastic <laughs> like, sassy. so now she she found these this chocolate bar at a, like a gas station and it's like it's called like a moody bar and it has like a grumpy face on oh, it oh gosh and so it's like for when your mood is bad eat this chocolate bar that's great and so she she like carries those around now oh that so is there's great that. yeah there's, there's that. that there's that for one okay well that makes sense with as many calories as you must be burning a day i can't even imagine uh that yeah you've no. got to have fuel Exactly. Exactly. So for me, that's that's kind of a bad day. Or if if ever, and I think the way that you know God created us as as you know to to, to be the head, to be the leader, to, yeah. to you know protect and serve our families. For me, I have a bad day whenever I feel like uh, I've lost control of things. Yeah. For instance, like if if ah. I find myself, you know. On a, on a laundry list of like three or four things and half of these things I wasn't planning on doing today, but now I have to, and now I've got these deadlines, now I've got these other things popping up, and I've just lost control of my day. Yeah. 
that's a bad day. For yeah. Me. That's a bad day for me. And I, I think most of us can relate. But those are the times where Abby will come up, she'll see that, and she'll, she'll you know, aid me in whatever way, whether it's giving me, you know, that chocolate bar to help <laughs> yeah. you know, my mood, or just helping me sort through or step back and yeah. look at it with a kingdom perspective and help me literally physically, like, um, plan out my day. Like, she helps with that in yeah. an incredible way. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, just shifting gears, and I, I've already kept you, I mean, as long as I was planning on, and I really appreciate <laughs> it. And I know sometimes we have these long conversations and incredible just, you know, you talking about relationship insights and wisdom and just being honest with us as well. I've got a little bit different question. Just obviously, like, God made you a competitor. Like, you have an internal drive and a fire that – um I think for like top of the world athletes, and I know it also works in ministry and business and other things, there's just this God-given thing. And that's what it seems like. I mean, you have to do all the work, like you said, but there's this fire that's in you that I just, um, man, I, I don't even, I don't know how you, how you just kind of get that pointed <laughs> in the right direction. I mean, but you have this yeah. thing, but not everybody has that thing. So, yeah. I, I mean- yeah. I don't even know what I'm asking, Dan. You have to help me with what I'm asking. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. And I, I think <laughs> where, where you're going with is just the, the passion, the drive for what God has given me the opportunity to do. And yeah. when, when I speak and when I share yeah. places, I tell people, you know, God has given me a platform. He's given me a certain measure of influence, and I've done my very best to my ability to steward it well. I said, but mm-hmm. where has God called you? Mm. Each each and every single one of us, every listener listening to this right now, like what are what are the the, the talents and the giftings that yeah. God has given you? And for me, I'm a journaler. Like I love I love oh. writing, I love journaling. Oh. I, I remember in high school <clears throat> When I would hear the, uh, you know, a sermon on, on, you know, the parable of the talents, I thought yeah. to myself, okay, God, what talents have you given me? What giftings or abilities have you given me that kind of separate me from some of my peers? And I thought to myself, and I remember writing and journaling, like yeah. singing, dancing, yeah. performing, competing, training. Yeah. Like those are all things that I, that I have discipline for, or writing even. Yeah. I love reading. And so I was like, okay, God, what are some of the ways that you can kind of use these, you know, um, for the betterment of mankind, to point yeah. people to you. So I, I was in a part of a choir. I sang and I danced. I used that for ministry. Yeah. Even joined a professional dance company for a couple of Whoa, years. Whoa, I school. didn't remember that. I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ninja Warrior one season tried to call me like the, the Renaissance man because of all my singing oh, and dancing okay, background. okay. Yeah. And, so, and then the Opera Ninja at one point because of my background as a, a professional vocalist. Oh, yeah, I do. And oh, so, wow. Yeah, so I tell people, I say, okay, it doesn't even necessarily have to have anything to do with your, your, you know, education, but where are you different? Like, where are you skilled? And when you find out what your giftings are, you can begin to, to develop them or focus, put some more time and attention on them. And then as yeah. you see, you know, dream with God, mm. God, I mean, yeah. whenever I have a dream, I used to think my dream was like, okay, God, if I just get on the TV show, boom, dreams yeah. come true. Yeah. Lo and behold, walking with the Lord, his <laughs> dreams are bigger. Yeah. And his are like, okay, Daniel, yes, on the TV show, but no, I'm going to give you grace to be, you know, one of the best on the show because mm. I know how hard you're going to train for it. Right. And I'm going to give you the platform to say, okay, so make it, you know, second, second best one year and then I'm going to have you win the next year. Yeah. That's that's my dream. That's that's the Lord. That's his scale. Yeah. So I think good. to myself, okay God, 
I could dream at a scale, you know, of, of you know, whatever size and scope. Right. But God, unless my dream has you behind it, Lord, it's, it's one, it's not going to not gonna amount to much, but two, when you are behind it, God, fueling, yeah. like fanning the flames, God, it's so much bigger, so much better. So I tell people, just begin to steward your gifting, steward mm. your, your, your dream, mm. steward your goals. Little by little, take it one step at a time. Even our, our, our process or our journey of faith is a process. You know, yeah. we start out as, you know, infants in Christ, but as we learn, as we grow, as we study the Word, we begin to learn more of the character and the nature of our good, loving Father God. Right. And it gives us boldness, it gives us confidence, assurance, and it gives us knowledge and understanding, which gives us faith to actually step out and be bold in our mm. faith, because mm-hmm. we have knowledge of the one that is faithful. And as we steward and develop these giftings, God will open the doors. God will connect to the right people. Mm. Our job is to make sure that we're ready to do that, ready to actually step through into the next season and ready to face any trial. Cause, yeah. I mean, I don't think any, I don't think any season of, of change comes before or comes without a season of trial or testing. Yeah. God will always test us to make sure that we're ready Whoa. to, to, you know, actually use and receive the gifts and the callings that he has for us. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, if we would just hold out, if, if Christians would just persevere just a little bit longer, mm. we will see God move in a ways that we've never, never even dreamed about. Man. But don't give up, because people, they, they give up, especially in the mm. world that we live in right now. Yeah. The culture, the media, it's feeding just, it's, it's feeding such a, an anti-Christ, you mm. know, spirit. Yeah. But if we're, if we fill ourselves with the Word of God, then mm-hmm. when, not if, but when the world squeezes us, then the Word of God, mm. what we, the truth of God, the promises of mm-hmm. God, that's what's going to come out of us. Because there's so much lies, there's, there's you know, lies masquerading as truth on, on the oh. media right now, and I'm like, right. okay, where is truth? Where is actual mm. truth? And that's in the Word of God. Right. That's in the Word of God. So we fill ourselves up on that, then we will become bold, confident people on this earth. Yeah. Just ready to, to make waves. For man. the kingdom of God. Well, you're definitely making ways for the kingdom of God, and uh, man, to to hear you like preaching and sharing and testifying um, is really awesome. And just uh, going back to one of our, I mean, our, our first interview, it's just really cool to see the way God has developed that gift. And just yesterday, as I was going through some of your you know Instagram posts and everything, I just had on uh, when you were leading worship at one of the churches I think you spoke at, which is really cool. And my wife couldn't see the screen, and she just goes, who's that? And I said, yeah, because she said, that's good. I said, yeah, I know, that's Daniel Gill. She's like, oh, man, wow. Can sing and lead worship? What uh, This I promise, and I have 800 more questions, but this is it, for real. What do you, I know you don't believe don't me. Worry. I don't believe myself either, it. Daniel. Uh, what um, What do you feel like right now is maybe a God sized dream that He's giving, or do you have one that you're kind of like, God, I'd really like to do this, or is it intersecting, or God is saying, Oh, I got something different or bigger? What do you do now that you have won American Ninja Warrior? Um, what's What's God putting on your heart? What's it look like? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, there's there's so much that would go into an answer for that question. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> but, I mean, for instance, like right now, you know, winning $100,000 yeah. this year, this season, was amazing. It's incredible. It's helping launch Abby and I into the next season of our, our lives and our marriage together, which is buying our first home. Yeah. Which is awesome. It's it so is. so amazing because we want to be able to host people. We want to be able to start our family together, and we wanted to have a home before we did those things. And so God has provided 
Yeah. You know, I, I want to go back next year, of yeah. course, and get my rematch against Mount Midoriyama. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully win a million dollars, all for the glory of God. Right. You know, money doesn't money doesn't change you, but it'll it'll reveal it'll reveal who you are, reveal mm. your heart. And so, people, if we're if we're stingy with a little, we're going to be stingy with a lot. But if we're generous with a little, dude, we're going to be generous with a lot. I'm, I'm, yeah. In in a season in a year like 2020, Steve. Yeah. Where all of my events were canceled, all yeah. of my income as a, as a traveling speaker um, <sighs> were canceled. Yeah. All of my summer was canceled. I'm now able to tithe this year more than I've ever tithed Whoa. in my entire life. Whoa. And that's just, I mean, think about that. Think yeah. about that. And I told the Lord, I said, God, I will never let money control me. You know my heart. I want, wow. I want millions of dollars to go through these hands to serve the kingdom of God, to be blessed, to be a blessing. Yeah. And oh, my goodness. So that, that's one thing that God is dealing with me lately is just is finances. Like, how are we using yeah. them? How are we stewarding our finances? Um, so that's one thing. I want to go back yeah. to Ninja Warrior next year and, and, and win the million. million dollars. Yeah. So was that a little bit um, hard this year, like that, you know, with the change? And then you're going like one-on-one in that quarterfinals and semifinals. And it's mm-hmm. like so fast that, I mean, <laughs> I, it's so fast that, I mean, you you didn't, but you could lose and still be the best, you know, ninja because it's just so fast. But you, I mean, praise God, you pulled it off. But so was that kind mm-hmm. of a letdown, like – Man, I mean, it's not what I was training for. I was training for the big win, you know, I mean, the million dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I would take a Mount Midoriyama 80-foot rope climb in under 30 seconds any day over racing some of these ninjas on the power tower. Right. It's just, it's a whole different type of of competition because you literally have to go as fast as you can. You have to make the risky moves. Yeah. In order to to, to to try to win, yeah. Whereas rope climbing, you say, like, okay, climb this rope really fast. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so I take that any day, right? But no some doubt. Of the things that God has been putting yeah. on my heart to dream about are, you know, stewarding, you know, my marriage, my my mm. future family, mm-hmm. stewarding my my days, you know, even just the things that I do in a day. And I'm sitting here thinking and dreaming. I'm like, okay, God, Ninja Warrior. You know, as, as long as the TV show continues to be around, I'd love to be a part of it. I, I dream of being a part of it. Yeah. I feel like I've got another, you know, six to eight great years okay. under my belt of Ninja Warrior. Yeah. But also a totally random dream that God has been yeah. putting on my heart lately has been, like, acting. Like, actually, oh, you know, what? getting into television or, or movies. And, you know, I don't, I don't say that to be boastful or no, anything like that. No, I've that's just, cool. I now know what God is capable of doing. Yeah. I, I know what he's, how he's capable of moving. And I know that the gifts and the, the abilities that he has given me yeah. uh, in theater and in acting that wow. I've used most of my life already, I, I, I believe that there's still more that he has planned for that. So... That That's is what so I'm cool. About and praying about because <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, has this kind of, kind of been like a reinvigorated dream from God, or is this like something that's just always been there? And I, I mean, how's this like coming back to the forefront for you? I mean, you said that yeah. you're seeing that God is pretty big. 
How's that happen? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a both and. Because okay. for me, growing up, I remember I would do plays and that we would do skits and, you know, whether we were, you know, performing in like nursing homes or homeless shelters or yeah. rehabilitation clinics, places like that. Like, I loved it. I come alive under oh, the light. And I think wow. that shows really well on American Ninja yeah. Warrior. Yeah, because I, I, I don't get nervous. I get out there and I do what, I, yeah, what I've truth. studied, what I've trained for, what I've prepared for physically and mentally. And that's one of my, my yeah. giftings. Yeah, so sure. when it comes to performing, or I guess in the case of, you know, acting, yeah. like I, I, I know that I have a God-given ability in yeah. that arena. And cool. I'm like, okay, God, I'll dream big and allow you to open whatever doors. And if you, if you connect me to, to people that are able to, to open doors like that, cool, praise God, I'll go through it. But as it is right now, I'm just going to continue stewarding yeah. you know, w- what I have. Because I've gotten to a place in my life now, 27 years old, <clears throat> I know firsthand what God is capable of doing mm. with and through a life that is just yielded, that mm. says yes, and that just puts one foot in front of the other and walks in faith to God mm. or with God. Because I look at you know the, all these patriarchs, these men and these women in the Bible. It yeah. didn't matter how old they were. You know, Abraham was like a hundred. Right. It didn't matter how young they were. You know, David when he slew Goliath was like a young on. teenager. Yeah. All of the, all that matters was a willing heart and trusting God, mm. even, even despite, you know, their, their issues and their, yeah. their, you know, problems that they, they went through. I mean, David had issues, Abraham had issues, yep. all of them had issues, yeah. but they trusted God, they repented quickly, and they were able to continue to um, serve the purposes of God in their generation, yeah. is what it says in Acts about David, that he served the purposes of God in his generation, and that's what I want to do. And now that I've seen God open doors through American Ninja Warrior, I, I say, God, bring it on. Bring it I on. I continue to steward this, and bring I'm going to continue to put you at your word that you'll you'll use me to yeah. plunder hell and populate Ooh. heaven for the kingdom of God. Oh, come on. Dang. Did you make that up, or did you hear that some other preacher say no, that? No, that was the, the late uh, evangelist Reinhard Bonnke. Oh, great, great man oh, of yeah. God. I just went to be with the Lord last year. Yeah. Oh, that's but, good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I say it everywhere I go, because it's a, a daily reminder of why um, why I'm here on this earth. Yeah. I mean, it's to walk with God, but it's to point people to Him. It's to... to plunder hell, yeah. and populate heaven to bring mm. as many people with me as I can. Ah, that's good. That's good. All right. I am showing incredible restraint because I literally am thinking of 38 more questions. <laughs> so believe it or not, even though I've gone way over the time that you promised, um, and you may get off the phone and be like, remember how I was telling Steve that these you know days when things get thrown off a little bit, and yet he kept asking no, me no, questions? No, no, no. This is great, Steve. This is great. <laughs> well, I, I had a, a huge chunk of time set, set aside for this. Well, man, I really, we really appreciate it, and I'm really excited. Thank you for sharing, you know, sharing your heart, sharing some marriage insights, and sharing and speaking out on, you know, this dream that uh, is a part of what God has wired you to be and created you to be with acting, and we're going to be excited to see how God opens those doors and what that looks like. Um, and that's just just really exciting. So we're privileged and honored that you share that with us. And I just can't wait to see what God does with that too. So um, and I can't wait for next year, American Ninja Warrior. I hope it's you know the whole thing. I hope it's uh, hope and pray it's the million dollar win and everything. So, uh, but we appreciate you. you and appreciate Abby too. Please um, just give her our love and appreciation too. We know you guys are just an amazing team together, and uh, mm-hmm. you're awesome, man. Just to really appreciate you and love you guys. Thank you. Well, 
Thank you, Steve. Like I said at the beginning, I I love any opportunity I can get to, to, you know, share some faith, share some encouragement, and brag on what God has done and what He's capable of doing through anybody, literally Mm. anybody. Mm. Can, can can walk a life of, of signs, wonders, miracles, oh, influence, just, just walking with God, just trusting Him. You know, what is it, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, to trust in the Lord with mm. all of your heart and, and not depend on your own understanding, because mm-hmm. we think we know it all sometimes. We really don't. <laughs> but in all of our ways, acknowledging Him, you know, whether yeah. it's at our workplace, whether it's with our family, our friends, acknowledging that God is there, knowing that He's there with us, and that he'll direct us on, on mm-hmm. the, onto the right path. So, Man, those signs of wonders, man. We are God's encouraged. Got a plan. And we, even in the midst of 2020, the craziness that this year has been, God can work it for good. Yeah. God can work it for good. And mm-hmm. God still is on the throne. He's not, you know, falling off because of all the craziness happening this year. He's, he's, he's got a plan. He's yeah. got a plan. And I want to be a Ooh. part of the end-time harvest. Oh, come on. All right, Daniel, please do me a favor and just stay on the line while I sign off for the show. I just want to say goodbye off the air real quick. I I promise this time. All right, uh, guys, you know, Daniel kept using the word bold, and we are very bold, and that comes right from the Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 3.12. I hope you've taken to heart everything Daniel's been sharing. I hope you can see in your own life not only draw inspiration from him and what God has done through him, but in your own life, look at your victories. Look at what God has brought you through, what God is bringing you through, what he will bring you through. He is the faithful and loving God. And when we consider those things and just pause, and think, man, God did that. And we together, God let me be a part of that. We did that together. And we did train hard or we did use our gifts. We said, yes, here I am. I'm available. Whatever it is, think about some of those things. And then we just realize we have a real hope. And that's what the Apostle Paul wrote about in 2 Corinthians 3.12. And that's how we sign off. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.